So should I <laughs> should I start with who we are, since nobody probably knows who we are? Sure. Okay, across from me, we have our producer slash sound engineer uh, slash licensed therapist uh, slash uh, Xanax with arms and legs <laughs> slash Pshil. 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 Where, did, where did Pshil come from, by the way? It's synonymous with the word Pshil. Man, where is it Pshil? School, idiocy, you just do anything. Mm. Whatever it is, and that stuck till. That stuck, dude, and that's that. That contaminated my parents. Okay. <laughs> contaminated. Yeah, like, Maybe don't use the word contaminated right now uh, for uh, legal yeah. purposes. Joe yeah. Petrobella music, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, follow me on Instagram. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You could literally ask Joe anything, and he say pshil. Yeah. Like, leg like Joe, uh, can I inject you with hepatitis C? Like pshil. No, with a reason. Yeah. Man, pshil. Uh, and uh, what well, sitting across from me is the Serbian. That's where? right. We have a Serbian. We have an yeah, we should probably give background as to why. <laughs> it's uh, not like we've hired a hitman or she. And <laughs> his, his grandfather is Serbian. Grandmother. Uh, grandmother, sorry. His grandmother is Serbian, and uh, for some reason she married a Lebanese man. Yeah. Um, which is yeah, like, which is I mean, something. <laughs> it really is something. Yeah. You know? yeah. But yeah, Tariq Talib. May, can I also add that one of the, and I say this with love, one of the most bizarre people I've ever met in my life. <laughs> but I say this with love. I thought his brain just works different. That's what I'm going to say. I'm not going to delve into it, but thought his brain works different than the rest of ours. Uh, I will second that. Mm. I will second that. Th thank you for these lovely compliments, ladies and gentlemen. I've never <laughs> felt more flattered in, in my life. But across me to the left, is a man in a similar situation as myself. A Finnish individual, if I may say so. The same way that my grandfather married a Serb. No, yeah, his mother parents. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's able. I've never seen. They, a, they cross. They cross contaminated. I've yeah, never seen an individual who could chug alcohol in a more bewildering fashion than this man on my left. Bewildering. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, moving on. <laughs> I, I am quite bizarre, but so is he. For so sure. Is he. he has his random moments. For sure. His random moments. Uh, Ryan Glenn, ladies and gentlemen. That was a good introduction, thank you. You're welcome. So should we talk a bit about what is Fauda 2020? Go for it. Okay. Go. So I'm just going to sum it up very concisely. Uh, it's a series of conversations with interesting and eclectic Lebanese people from all walks of life. Mm -hmm. uh, the podcast is going to have a specific focus on career choices, background and personal experiences. Yeah. Along with personal interests as well. Yeah, yeah, interest, topical subject, mm -hmm. look, anything that interests us, anything yeah. that interests the guests, yeah. and just have very, hopefully, intimate, interesting, funny conversations. Yeah. Uh, there are three goals, I think, that we've all kind of agreed upon. Number one, to entertain people, whether that be through intrigue or humor or embarrassing ourselves, which is probably very likely. Uh, then we want to shine a spotlight on people's characters and career choices uh, with the hope of possibly inspiring unemployed people, yeah. people like us, people in a yeah. situation similar to us. And then the last goal is a bit ambitious, but it's essentially to show anyone abroad listening that Lebanese people and Middle, East, Middle Eastern people are liberal, funny, charismatic, down to earth, and we don't all quote-unquote ride camels to yeah. school. That there's so many more similarities than what people think. Yeah. Especially like 
having lived in London, uh-huh. I think all of us here lived abroad for a few years. And when so many Westerners and Europeans would meet either of us and then they'd see how intellectual we actually are and how we have great knowledge about a variety of issues going around the world, they'd be like, oh, like, oh I didn't know. Webster's people. Dictionary. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I didn't know. I, did, I didn't know that people from the Middle East are like into these things, which was like very interesting. Yeah. People know nothing about the Middle East. Yeah, yeah, as well. The Middle East barely knows anything. <laughs> yeah. How uh, how funny was it for you guys having to explain to like not just friends but friends and family like the concept of like what a podcast actually is, like what we're genuinely trying to do. Uh, well, first, first and foremost, I think people generally don't understand what it is. Mm. Generally, I think. Um, I think people are under the impression that we're, we're hosting some sort of like TV or radio show on the internet, which to be fair, it is kind of like that. It is, it is, it is. Yeah. It is kind like of the closest thing, closest comparison, like the simplest way you can put it for somebody that doesn't yeah. really know what we're doing. Yeah. It's internet radio. Well. It's, yeah. it's, it's internet radio and we, we, we are uh, kind of crazy enough to be filming ourselves as well. So yeah, cross, cross transcends into these things. I think the fans really want to see your face. So like you have to give the fans what they want. I think they're going to get too much of what they asked for. So they're going <laughs> to, a few episodes in, they're going to regret this. But yeah, no, going back to what you said, um, like I'll be honest with you, it's weird. Like it's very strange. People who are our friends and who are our age are like kind of skeptical and a bit like, yeah, yeah, no, it's fun, you know, like, you know, hey, on the weekend, you know, yeah, exactly. uh, you know, it's fun, you know, you'll have a few drinks, so you laugh, or, whereas we're kind of taking it a bit more seriously yeah. and with a bit more yeah. ambition. And then people who, I mean, I say this from my personal perspective, who are just from different generations, I'm talking like two to three different generations, mm-hmm. like I was um, FaceTiming my 91-year-old grandma, Finnish grandma, yeah. Uh, and she's, it was her, yeah, it was her birthday, and I was turning up her birthday and talking to her and everything, and then she's like, so, uh, I hear you're uh, starting a business. I wish I could have told her that we have a tech start. <laughs> I wish I could like, yeah, yeah, we are IPOs uh, dropping this, uh, but no, I had to explain to her what it was, and I said radio slash TV show on the, in- on the internet. And I'll be honest, she's quite up to date. She like she hit me up with a with an IG question. She's like, "So, how many followers do you have on the gram?" Yeah. She impressive. didn't say the gram. She didn't say the gram. But, but quite yeah. impressive for like a 91 year old. I mean, think think yeah. about the difference yeah. in generation. Yeah, yeah. But she was quite supportive. She's a great grandmother, right? No, no, grandma. Grandma, grandma yeah, grandma. Uh, but she was quite like supportive, and I told her we haven't even started, and we had like two hundred fifty or something followers on Instagram, and that metric was like. Oh my God, you know, kind of impressive to her. So yeah, different generations and different, you, you, you were getting support from, from unexpe- unexpected sources. Yeah, I think the funniest thing for, like, for me was when we first started, when you announced it, when you first probably announced it, like the same thing as you said, like we got support from the randomest people, like the people who I wasn't expecting to be like, good luck, great project, great initiative. And like some people I thought that would actually support, we're not as vocal with their support. And I guess that comes back down to the Lebanese culture, Lebanese society, where so many people are nervous to either express what they feel mm. or to do something, like take an initiative towards something that they actually feel passionate about because of like the social reaction and the socials, like their surroundings, basically how people would judge them in the long term or even the short term. And 
fair dude that's yeah. that's that's such a thing owning the man man mm. it really is a thing so I think you you we had we had a com we had sorry a discussion off camera and you honed in on the word Aisha mm. and it was very applicable because mm. don't go that far I mean this is something cool that we've decided to try let's not overthink yeah yeah and when people whether it's a career choice or a hobby or a lifestyle choice or whatever they get dealt a lot with this derogatory word Aisha. Yeah. And if you're not a strong enough character and you have a bunch of friends around you saying, man, fuck off, Aisha, what are you going to do? Are you being serious? What are you doing? You're not going to do it. Yeah, that shit, that shit could fuck you, you up. Down, yeah. Break you yeah. down. And, and especially that's, like nowadays, maybe at, at our age, maybe we hear it a bit less because mm. people grew and they understand that. But people, people think, people still think it. People, people think it, think but it, people yeah. think that what they think. Yeah. But as a kid, that's where it hits, you know, because mm. whatever mm. happens as a kid will, will change. Yeah, you know, 100%. Right? So if, if you have, imagine being told as a kid, Aisha, 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 as in, you know, Mat Aisha, eventually in life you will lose all will to Aisha. For sure. It's yeah. going to be terrible. It's going to be on your mind 24-7, like. Yeah. And small things, man, I want to wear today a shirt that is a bit bizarre looking. You know you're going to get oh, fucked. Yeah. Like, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you think that's a bit out of the norms? Out of the norms. Yeah. I mean, I've even done that with you and you've yeah. done that with yeah. me. So. But I, that's like more towards like jokes. Yeah, like yeah. People take that shit seriously. But like also when you think about the topic, Aisha, like even like now there was like Corona and shit going on right now. Now the measures started, you know, decreasing and people are starting to go out. I live, I live with my grandfather. He's 82 years old. And people still, when they ask me, oh, let's go out. I'm in a big group over here, blah, blah. I tell them no, like because of Corona, I want to take my measure. Aisha. Like... Aisha as in like I mean like yeah man whatever put your grandpa at risk you know you know what I mean like let's go get a few drinks at Odin or something like what what's the thought process or logic that's literally like especially last week there was such a spike in cases and they were like exactly let's go to Odin let's go to literally the hub of where you can <laughs> contract, yeah. yeah. The, the most public place ever where people are gonna be like, no, 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 sorry. Uh, corona stops at the gates of Fatah, right? And so. verbatim, I've heard this. Right. So, technically, right. technically, I don't think you can get it up there, right? Right, yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, I mean, the way some people let's be clear, some people are handling it is I'm not even mad, it's kind of fascinating. It's just, it's interesting psychologically to explore. Like, I have there's this thing, I don't know if you guys got it as well, where somebody will tell you, you'd see somebody and you haven't seen them for a while, and they'd be like, Taman, and no, come give me a kiss. I was like, no, I don't want to give you a kiss. You the know? handshake and the Man, kiss. It's like, what shit hal is? So I, I don't want my lungs to collapse. You know what I mean? Like, why should I shit hal? No, the funniest, funniest thing is when they assure you that they don't have to. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I don't, I don't, I'm sure. But like, I saw 50 people this week. Yeah. Don't Did you take this. the swab test? What do you swab test? Aisha, man, swab test. Conspiracy, conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. Everything is a conspiracy. Everything is a conspiracy. When you go down that conspiracy rabbit hole, bro, sometimes it's too hard to There's no going out. Well, we will do that one day, but not today. Yeah. Well, I think later on we might touch on an interesting thing. But I wanted to kind of touch a bit about why we find ourselves where we're in personally. Uh, well, we live in London. Yeah. Going back to the Corona topic as well. Yeah. Yeah. We live in London and mm. we've been looking for a job there for what's it now? Like close to yeah, you seven, seven months, seven, yeah, eight months. Yeah, since like October. Yeah, yeah. Seven, eight months. And we were actually, we were all really close to getting mm. something before mm. this happened. Mm. Interview processes. I think you were like, I was almost like it was almost you were just like, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then they hit you with a corona slap in the mm-hmm. face, mm-hmm. Uh, which basically caused us to come back here, and 
do this. I mean, mm. in essence, putting 2020 on folder, people are like, yeah, but why are you putting 2020? What will happen and, if it's 2020? And why are you, yeah, why are you choosing to highlight the shit year and one of the most negative years in recent history? Is because I agree, it's been an awful fucking year. <laughs> but from a personal perspective, this wouldn't have happened without the shitstorm. Yeah. 2020 is basically like we're trying to show that even when all this negative crap is going on in the world, that we're trying to take this negative and as cringe as it sounds, but turn it into a positive. And this opportunity, as Ryan said, would have never really arose if all these variable outcomes did not come into play. But then again, this is something I feel that we're all very interested in, we're all very passionate about. And, you know, the opportunities arise when you least expect them. So we decided to delve into it. Me, myself, as Ryan said, I was literally on the verge and then Corona came and then after Corona came, I applied to over 200 roles. And then out of those 200 roles, like 11 of them just got back to me because most companies are like in a frantic mode right now. Yeah. Nobody's even answering. Most people are actually, get, if people have jobs, they're afraid of not being let go mm. instead mm. of people getting hired. So yeah, just, I couldn't take that anymore. Like just sitting down and it just brings you down. You're just applying and nobody's answering. and. I think yeah. the thing is, I think everyone, forget the Middle East and Lebanon, although there's a specific yeah. highlight on this now, uh, but globally, you know, the unemployment rate has skyrocketed. So hopefully for people like us who are unemployed and going through a bit of shit, we can provide a bit of entertainment and a bit of, you know, inspiration through the people we bring yeah. on, through the talks we have and through the ideas we share and and kind of kind of all of that. Um, I'll end it kind of by saying, keep checking the podcast out. We're going to be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Rami. Rami, YouTube. YouTube. Podbean. Podbean. Uh, Follow us on Instagram as well. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Facebook. Oh my god, we've, we've become, we've we've become, become one of those. Oh my god, oh we've shit. become one I of never thought I'd be saying this. Please bro. like and subscribe. Oh my god. And I'm sorry. <laughs> oh fuck, we're such sellouts. We're such sellouts. Well, let's not keep this in. Anyway. Back it up, boy. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Anyway. Adios.